How's everybody doing out there? Peasant chat. That's right. We're talking to poor people today. On a Sunday, uh, one week before this whole Christmas break, like uh, we're going to be off, uh, I believe, the 21st, actually the 25th Monday all the way through the 29th Friday of next week. So this week will probably be the last week we'll be able to get a tune before the beginning of the year. We'll be back on the 2nd, I am sure. So today what I'm going to talk about is that the ZR1 is finally scheduled to get a transmission fixed up. Second gear started grinding a little bit on me, and um, Ben Calmer was nice enough to say, look, I'll hook you up. You've given me great business. You've uh, promoted me on social media, and uh, you know a lot of the business that comes through the door is you know they literally mention your name so i appreciate that and i'd like to do something for you and i said well not a problem the zr1 is right there i can't do a hard one too without it grinding a little bit so it'd be a good opportunity to get it fixed by in my opinion one of the better guys in the business ben calamer up in pennsylvania so we're going to go talk about that what the goals are the clutch replacement i already talked to alec bledsoe um, we're going to try to get a different clutch in there, but we'll see what the options are, pricing and all that stuff before we, you know, pull the trigger on anything. Also, I think I found the smoking gun on the GT500. I'm going to release a video on it tonight based on just some preliminary stuff that I found, which prompted me to make the decision to pull the motor. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pull the motor out. Uh, I'm going to put it on the ground and I'm going to go through everything because I want to verify uh, some thoughts that I have on it. We'll talk about that, but not before Mr. Bill O'Reilly says hello to the people here. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. <coughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. That's right. It always sucks. I mean, it sucks right now. I got to pull that motor again. To Auto Solution, Rami Saidang in Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico. Uh, getting cars done down there, running the half mile, nine second F-150s, eight second ZR1s, eight second Mustangs, you name it, he's built it. Race Motive, Race Motive on Instagram, showing off his Porsche, probably somewhere in the, I don't know, the gulag up in Russia, who knows. Dean Hatformance, Hatformance.com, Dean Hatformance for all your go fast goodies online mention the show you might get a little discount ydbt or just mention the peasant chat part farm partfarm.com that's right the part farm uh shells hearts center consoles bezels dashes you name it check them out conform conformance.com conformance on instagram he's going to be uh hoarding the 2650 that's in the gt500 right now Ultimate Header, UltimateHeader.com, Ultimate Header on Instagram, PMAS, Nick James and PMAS, and Calamar Transmission, CalamarTransmission.com, Calamar Transmission, who is going to be doing some work on the uh, ZR1 so that I can actually probably go to, you know, the quarter mile, have a little fun. I think that's a nine-second car as it sits, a 700-horsepower, 3,200-pound car. As long as I can 60-foot somewhere in the 1.5s, I think that car can run a 980, to be honest with you, because I think it's just that good. Let's say hi to the people here. Then we'll talk a little bit about what I found in the GT500, some of the ZR1 transmission and clutch options, and we'll go from there. Ray Reynaldo, Angel Puerto Rico, Scott N., Brian Terry, D-Rock Fox, Martin, Lex Luthor, Clean 93 GT, and Justin Bales. By the way, there's like 60 of you that are the real MVPs. When I go on live, about 40 or 60 of you instantly hit the like button. You guys are the real ones. You're the MVPs. I appreciate you guys to hit the like button immediately because that is the main driver of the channel uh, spread, for lack of a better word. Nitrogen Buy Supplies, Smoking ZX14, The Wolf, Lee Presley, Justin Bales in the house, Smoking uh, ZX uh, again, EPA, ATX Cobra, Craig, Ken Phillips, Craig Walls, Mr. Notch, 4 himself, Phil Fez, Brian Terry. You never told me, Craig Walls, what, 
how much is uh, roundabout a billet for 60 Noonan? I'm thinking 50,000 bucks. Brian Terry, Big Guns, Darren Harper, Smokin' ZX14. Again, TJ Skorsky, Brian Terry, Slater, Elliot, Jay Green. Smokin' JT, Brian Terry again. Wesley, douche did it. Smokin' again. Brian 500 times. Spamming the shit out of the chat. Underrated and technical. Underrated and technical. Twan Legend. Oh, my God. This guy, Rogers, just went all out. Jappa, Brian Terry. Uh, Coyote Fury, underrated and technical. James Williams, hey, I hope you're feeling better, brother. We all, we're all praying for you. Leon Phelps, Brian Terry, Nito Diaz, Marcus M, underrated and technical. Justin Bales, thank you for becoming a paid member. That is the best way to support the channel. It goes right in my pocket. So does Patreon stuff. Gregory Ovitz, Nito Diaz, RoboStyle, Donkey Mac, Brian Terry, Nuxo, Go Fast Repair, Smoking Again, Brian Terry, JD Swag, Mr. Mandip Singh, Terry Gray, James and Jay, not just by supplies, James Williams, 11 Second Clips, 2 Jay-Z Fox Body, ha Alfredo Morales, Harley Tequache Mo, let's go all the way to the bottom martin cluster michael again sneaker uh ken kellen stock says alex you need to get an illuminator pretty much coyote kelly your average zero one probably not gonna get you're probably gonna get recommended the monster lt1 triple disc nope i got recommended an rps clutch because monsters are trash according to the people in the know harley tuckwatching monito diaz mindy by Batman, ashley fox black cat jack jack stan jeeper corvette s550 okay let's talk about it craig walls correct Right around 50,000 bucks, buddy. Okay, so a billet Noonan 460 small block forward is going to run you about 50K, but that motor can take 3,000 horse plus, correct? As far as uh, as far as far I know, uh, based on what I've read. I d I've done a lot of looking into engine stuff, and this is, this is one thing that I, I've always um, avoided, and I'll be honest with you guys. I've always avoided going deep into the mechanical end of things because once you step into that world, now you are responsible. Uh, now you are responsible for everything that goes on and everything you hear, you can't ignore. Jared Wells asks, if I'm pulling the motor on GT500, it's never fun. Are you pulling it with the trans attached? No, the transmission is cake. The transmission is literally shifter, cross member, drive shaft, and four bolts that bolted to the transmission, uh, sorry, six bolts that bolted to the bell housing, and I can slip the trans out, but I have to find a proper cart. The nice thing is it gives me time to buy some tools that I need because I already did the job once. I am not bench pressing that transmission in and out of the car. So the car is gonna have to go up and down a couple of times, but once the transmission is out of it, I'll leave the long tube headers. You kind of have to leave the long tube headers installed, and I'll just pick it up like I did last time, but the problem is all the stuff in the front has to come off. All of the accessories, and it is it on the GT500 specifically, especially on the um, coolant end of things. It is ridiculously complicated compared to Coyote. So once you're kind of aware of what engines do and how they operate, you now can't ignore certain things. So we all know I got the engine built, and um, you know I. I discounted anything mechanical being an issue, and that's why I really concentrated on sensors, um, tuning, which I knew it wasn't going to be tuning, bypass. A lot of you are on the right track, but one thing I didn't count on is a critical part being reused. Um, so you guys remember, uh, a lot of you guys that follow the channel, I'm saying you guys really, really follow the channel, you guys... Remember that when I bought the GT500, it was down on power. Remember when I bought the GT500? The GT500, when I bought it, I bought it from a guy in Pennsylvania, uh, Randall. He thought this car wasn't for him. So he went to a track rental. We ripped it down the quarter mile. It went 8-1 at 168 or 169 or something like that. So I thought, man, this thing flies. 8-1. And apparently that was a personal best for the car. 
Fast forward six months or so, I get the car, and when I take it to the track, it never duplicates that number again. It, it goes 8.3, 8.4, it lives in the 8.4, 8.5 range. Then a whole host of issues popped up. IAT issues because of the uh, cooling system not being proper for the intercooler. Uh, transmission leaking nonstop. Uh, I had to then uh, re, let's just say re, uh, respec the, uh, not respect, but respec or make the car drivable for the street. So then I had to install a mechanical diode in the converter, which is a Billy Badass cone converter. And then, uh, you know, it just never ran any good. So I was always down about 150 to 200 horsepower. After installing a TVS, made 993 through a loose converter, I was like, that's not great. I mean, the, the Whipple made 1100. I'm like, that's not great. A Whipple 4.5 on a, on a 10 to 1 motor with cam should, should make, you know, a little higher than 1100, at least closer to 12. But it never made that kind of power. So I'm like, okay, there's a loss of performance somewhere. Once the chain broke, the secondary timing chain broke on the GT500, okay, sent it out. Now, luckily, nothing was broken in the motor except the secondary timing chain. So theoretically, I could have just had it rebuilt uh, on the cheap, uh, check things over, make sure everything's good, check clearances, maybe maybe slap new bearings on there, polish the, the crank, who knows. But I, I chose to go the max effort with what I had. I said, well, it's out. Let's go. Let's bump up the compression. Let's get the bigger chains. Yada, yada, yada. But a critical component was reused and it was the valve springs. And um, maybe I should have paid more attention to the build sheet or something like that. But um, I'm one of those crazy guys that if you have seven-year-old valve springs in a car, you should replace them. Right? Especially if there was a loss of power. Now, Checking valve springs, I'm sure there's some kind of method, and I'm sure that they were checked, and I'm sure they were within spec. Who knows? But after seven years, I mean, and and now you're bumping up compression. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's going to be more stress on these little 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 springs. So this is what we determined happened. We determined that the intake valve springs on cylinder four, eight, and five are just weak, like ridiculously weak. Not broken, Ashley Fox. We think. And this is a theory because I haven't proven anything yet. I feel, based on my experience and Jake's experience, is that what is happening is when the intake cam opens the valve, allows air to go in, and then when it is closed or commanded to close so that the combustion can happen in the combustion chamber, and then the exhaust cam opens the valve and lets the air out, something is happening right there that is allowing the intake cam to flutter or the intake springs to flutter and stay open or maybe not close properly and the combustion believe it or not goes backwards so what i started noticing and jake started noticing because jake was over here for like four hours we we did everything and this is how we proved it he said take the belt off of the blower the car will basically be na I said, okay, because the belt is only responsible for the blower and the AC. I don't have AC. So we took the blower off. I went out on the street, went wide open throttle. It read to 7,500 RPMs, no problem. Slow because it's going through the rotors, through that t little tiny entrance of the intercooler. But it felt it felt like a like an NA uh, S197 with like a tune. 
and I gave it some shifts and the transmission. Finally, I was able to do some watt one, two, two threes. Thing read to 7,500, no problem. So Jake goes, there it is. It's a valve spring issue. I go, really? He goes, think about it, Alex. If you have a combustion event that is not completing, meaning intake, down, up, combustion, but now the combustion goes back. The way we know there was some kind of combustion event going backwards into the intercooler and, and up into the uh, rotors is there's soot. There's literally carbon buildup in the intercooler. If you know anything about GT500s and intercoolers, they're usually super clean. The only thing going in and out of there is air, not even oil because I have a catch can. I don't have the positive crankcase ventilation going through the cold air. I have a catch can and it is exhausting all the crankcase pressures out through this little can. So there is no oil intake happening. So we feel that there is some kind of valve float issue. So the way I did some vetting is this, and I don't know the following to be true, but again, based on my mechanical knowledge and based on my background, this is what I feel should not happen. I should not be able to push down a intake valve when it is fully um, uh, extended. So I took off the uh, driver, passenger side uh, cam cover, valve cover, and I'm able to depress the number eight valve spring, intake valve spring, not super easy, but pretty easy. So I went, well, that's not normal. So I said this to some people in the know, and they're like, yeah, that, that's probably not normal. And it's probably a good idea because there is a sudden loss of power. Remember guys, if you have valve flow, it's gonna come up as a misfire. A lot of you guys that install like a Hellion stage one kit with stock logs, right? Stock in, stock uh, exhaust manifolds. What you're gonna see is a restriction. So what happens is the factory valve spring on a Coyote intake side, sorry, exhaust side, because you're not dealing with turbo stuff. Exhaust side might be prone to floating because you're not able to get the gases out of there fast enough. So what's happening is it's bunching up, causing a high boost number. So when you are, let's say, at 11 or 12 PSI on a on an old school Hellion kit, you're going to experience valve flow. That's why a lot of turbo guys upgrade to pack 1234X springs. They, they go, well, you need this. And it's a Band-Aid because I've seen stock valve springs do fine on properly sized turbo stuff. But, um, you know, a lot of people, especially turbo coyotes, they tend to, they tend to uh, just put valve springs in it. And it, it's a band-aid for the issue that they're having, which rears its ugly head a little later down the road. Now, you're going to start also seeing, like Cletus's car, right? We, we noticed that Cletus's car, the coyote, um, they, you know, he kept complaining that he had to put so much pressure on the dome to achieve like 30, 32, 33, 34 PSI. We're like, right, there's a restriction somewhere. You're probably having a higher boost number than you used to, and it's not flowing like it should, meaning there's probably back pressure in that kit, right? Or there's an issue in the motor. Who knows? Well, in my case, the boost is happening pre-exhaust. It's happening right at the top of the motor. So if there's going to be a weak intake uh, valve or valves, the issue will basically, it's like deadheading up against itself. Imagine an air pump trying to pump air up against a wall because if the exhaust uh, is and the combustion is happening 
but it's trying to come back up into the blower, into the intake. Basically, weak valve springs, you pressurize it, exhaust, you know, you combust it, and then it tries to go back in, it will slow the engine down. So you have to look at the engine in slow motion, okay? Now, I'm not saying it wasn't checked. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it probably was checked at the time, but maybe they were just on the cusp of being okay, and then maybe after I finally went wide open throttle, because one thing you can't check on a spring is how it performs under load. And I'm shoving 25 pounds of boost, which isn't a lot for a GT500 built car, but maybe with the compression, which I don't know exactly how that works, the dynamics, but it prompted me to go, okay, the two things that I've checked on this motor have been an issue. So a lot of people tend to go, well, you know, uh, uh, Things happen, it's racing, whatever. No. I paid good money for this, so I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna check some stuff. So the the the, the cam cover situation, easy fix, but I, I you know, the the imagine I'm not mechanically inclined. Imagine I'm just a regular customer and I don't even know how to take a cold air apart. So I would have been into a shop for labor, for blah blah blah, but you know, luckily labor's free on my end. And then once Jake and I and guys I put over $500 in diagnosing this car. Sensors, I replaced every sensor on the car. Every sensor that had any value. MAF, O2, cam, crank, and two sets of plugs. Each set of plug is like 80 something bucks. Uh, and the time to do that, um, yeah, not an issue, not a sensor. I have flashed the car with six or seven different tunes trying to, you know, see if it's a tune issue and it wasn't a tune issue. I was about to take the injectors to get them reserviced again until Jake said, no, pull the blower belt off and we'll see what's up. And sure enough, luckily he was, and oh, by the way, I bought eight new coils to try to diagnose this issue. Just to, just to, like, like there is no better vetting. But imagine if I'm just some guy, you know, this guy, this, it'd be harder for him. So what I'm going to do, because I am going to take complete control of this operation, is I'm going to take the motor apart. I'm going to take the motor, put it on the ground, and I'm going to take the heads and, you know, check the springs. I'm not going to replace the springs. No, it, 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 the right thing to do is have them looked over uh, third party and have that. That's, that's the right thing to do to me because I don't want to be in a situation where it's, you know, fool me once, shame on Shame on you, fool me twice, shame, you know, shame on me. Or like George Bush said, you can't get fooled again. But again, I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying I'm going to take control of this operation. And I'm going to take the motor out uh, in my week off, <laughs> my Christmas vacation. I'm going to take the motor out, uh, do what I got to do. Just verify that everything's good. Actually, I should just get springs put in. Like, don't even check. Don't even check the springs. Fuck that. Get them replaced, check the, check the seat, check the installed height, check everything that is I can check. And then I can at least say everything has been checked. Like compression, by the way, compression check was done. It's 205, 210 on every cylinder in a high compression 5.8. So on my end, everything has been checked, uh, done, and um, vetted to now. The only thing, because it does have good compression and it seems to drive good NA, go ahead and have the springs looked at. So that means take the heads off, send them out, and then have uh, everything, um, you know, check properly and go from there. And then check everything else. 
because now if the motor's apart, I'm going to go through everything with a fine-tooth comb just to make sure that everything else is kosher because I'm also hearing a very tiny noise, and Jake heard it, and it sounds like bottom-end noise, and I'm like, I can't ignore that. It might be nothing. It might be the Tremec whipping around, but you can't ignore it, right? You just can't go, well, it's fine. No big deal. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. So again, I'm going to be 100% responsible for this motor's future and uh, anything that happens after from this point on, it's on, on me. So uh, I want to make sure that everything is good. So I'm going to take 100% control of this operation because remember, guys, I told you guys that if you guys want me to, you know, recommend and stuff, I can only go by my experience. So now, you know, there is experience. So then we can make proper recommendations based on it. Like, I, you know, Power by the hour, transmission, um, tuning, obviously, Lund, turbo kits, obviously, Aldo, obviously, people that, you know, and Senior makes badass uh, kits, um, but, you know, for himself, uh, or he understands how everything needs to work. So now, based on experience, I am learning, and this is, if anything, I can make uh, lemonade out of lemons, and I can actually go ahead and get you guys some content based on what I learn. That's it. So yeah, look, yeah, absolutely going up. If I if if I do, all, I already did a, a filter cut, Alex Underwood. Everything's okay, but there's a very tiny, tiny noise, and we're like, me and Jake looked at each other, and I'm like, mm-hmm. but again, I'm taking control of this whole operation. Zero one. Ben Calmer reached out to me and said, Alex, uh, I'd like to do something nice for you because you've done something nice for me. You've supported me this whole time since I was a nobody in a, in a, in a shed, and I'd like to take care of you on the ZR1. I said, absolutely awesome. But then I reached out to Alec Bledsoe, and I said, Alec Bledsoe, I need to know what clutch you recommend for under 1,000. I am not going to make this thing an 1,100 horsepower max effort dump car that I can't drive. Tops, it'll make 900, 850 tops. So he's like, I would recommend RPS. I wouldn't, I would, you know, he, he's, he just said, I recommend RPS stuff. And I said, shit, those are not cheap. Those are like five grand. <clears throat> so we'll see what he says. Remind me Monday and we'll deal. So again, we'll see what happens on Monday. But according to his experience, um, he likes RPS stuff. And look, this is a ZR1 and it is kind of a special car. And I don't want to just kind of like half-ass stuff. Um, luckily I have the funds, but you know, it's not nice, uh, you know, separating with the funds. But if at the end of the day, I could take this car to the track, run a nine, get to that content and continue giving you content, do a lid, do meth, hey, uh, E85, the car, and then know that the clutch and transmission are good for a while. And the only other thing will be the motor, right? The motor hasn't been messed with. So that's probably the, the weakest link in the whole situation. So there you go. There is the, uh, look, there is a, war- I don't know if there's a warranty, but look, I- I'm just going to take control. I'm just going to take control. I'm not going to badmouth anybody. I'm not going to even, I don't even have bad feelings about anybody. I'm just going to do some, I'm going to do a fact finding mission because now I need to know what's happening. Uh, you know, have you ever done something and then the antennas go up and you go, okay, don't ignore that. There's a little feeling in your gut that you get sometimes that you go, I'm like, I was ignoring the bottom end noise. I was like, oh, it is clutch. And I'm like, I don't know. It's, it's a noise. Remember what was done to this motor stink, same crank, same rods, same heads, same cams were used like same heads, cams, crank and rods. What was done to this motor essentially was pistons, hone everything to make sure it fits and uh new timing chain and then install 
but everything else was already good. You know what I mean? Like theoretically, if I could have fixed the secondary timing chain, you know, and then done a valve job, I probably would have been into it for maybe, you know, uh, 2,500 bucks, you know, all in. But, you know, again, I'm not salty on anybody. What I'm doing is I'm taking control. But there is a feeling that you get, a little pit of feeling in your stomach where you're like, okay, it's time to not ignore what you hear or you feel and uh, vet everything, go through everything and uh, see how all that goes. Just a firm clutch, Alex. I write, exactly. Talk to Calumar this week. Actually, going to make the drive and sell all four of my broken MTD2s to him. Then finally put my T56 in there or in the car. This is why we can't have nice things. I've heard some Tremec trans make rattling sounds at idle uh, with bigger camshafts. It does. And I'm not going to lie. I, the Tremec is loud. So I'm like, maybe it's just a Tremec because old pressure seems fine. No, no, no Mustang tick. No tick. This sounds like a, a deeper thud. But again, remember, I have a Bondo Birds 50-year-old spec clutch. I have a new RXT ready to go in, uh, and which isn't great. But, you know, it's a T56, you know, billet, gear set, G-Force, faceplate, dog this, shit that, whatever. So I don't think the clutch really matters at this point. Data has no emotion. Good. Go to dig and then address exactly. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to take it out. I'm going to look at it. Uh, there's a couple of parts that I'm curious about, and I'm just going to look at that. And if everything looks good and just got to send the heads out, get new valve springs installed, check the valves, that the, that the seat, the height, and everything was cut properly, then uh, party. No big deal. Just come back, put it on, and go. Certain, certain, some of you guys are asking questions I can't answer because I don't know. And I'm not saying I'm protecting. I literally don't know. All I got was a motor back. I put it in, followed the procedures. Now it doesn't make boost. So there you go. Yeah, I'm about there, Kona Blue. I'm about there. Um, I've actually had thoughts of Coyote swapping it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. The 5458 ain't it. Ain't, it ain't it. If you've dealt with Coyote, I get it. Maybe the Coyote is raspy. You don't like how it sounds. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I trust a Coyote, a stock bottom end, Gen 2, Gen 3 Coyote in here with 20 pounds of boost more than I trust a 5 point, I built 5.8 with a 2.6 uh, TBS. Um, the RPS twin disc is gonna, is gonna be smooth and the discs are light so the trans is gonna shift like butter and the RPM. It used to be like 2600 after tax and shipping but now it's like 2900 give or take. I could swing that, it's not a problem. I wanna hug you, you shouldn't be going through this, please hug me. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, understand this, guys. There is a point in life where you stop being angry. And you, uh, not that you ignore that, but you, you want to learn. And I, 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 any money that I spend on anything, and it does not come out to be the outcome that I wanted, I call that tuition. You, you're going to, you know, hot rod college. And some of these lessons, fortunately, unfortunately, have to be learned through payment. And if you can spend money, learn, but this is the key. Do not repeat the mistake. Then I think you're better off in the long run. And again, I'm not here to bash nobody. I have no, no I just want to take 100% control 
of this operation. I trust Ben Calamer. The transmission has performed flawlessly. His job is done. Now I got to see what's going on with this motor. And uh, if we find a smoking gun, cool. But based on just my very, very basic mechanical knowledge, we're thinking it's the valve springs in that. Don't ignore your emotions. Exactly. Hey, Theo, have you used X-Clutch before? No, don't know what X-Clutch is. Um, just park DT500 and stay with old faithful Foxbody and run a number. Nah, just park it. Just park it. You, dude, you have no idea. This is now a, a, a battle of uh, wills. I'm not going to lie. I didn't like how quickly that engine... Uh, again, I'm not here to bash anybody. I love you. Uh, I'm not here to bash nobody. Okay? I have friends in the industry that did me solids. Um, but... You know, I still don't know what the issue is. I am suspecting springs. So I am just going to start from scratch, hit the reset button, take the motor out, and then tear it down myself. Not the whole thing. Now, I'm not going to take the rods out of the bitch. I am, I'm going to take the heads, probably send them somewhere. Uh, or we'll see. Jake, Jake is going to help. And Jake has done this so many times that he can guide me uh, a little better. And he's willing to guide me. And you know why he's willing to guide me? Because I'm willing to put in the work. See, there's one thing about Jake that I appreciate. He says, Alex, do this. I do it. And he goes, damn, you're fast. You're fast. You work fast. I said, well, why the fuck am I going to wait? He goes, if I were you, I'd take the cam cover off. Boom, took it off. He's like, it's off? I go, it's off. He goes, when are you going to install the sensors? The sensors are installed. When did you install them? At 8 o'clock. I had a bit of a lull, and I blam, blasted them in. And he's like, shit. So, now he goes, Alex works. Alex is about that life. So he goes, Alex, if you're willing to take the motor out, I'm willing to help you replace the springs, but the front cover has to come off and the cams have to come off. Then I took it a bit further and I go, why don't I just have everything checked? Third party. But we'll see because Jake is very knowledgeable and we'll see what he says. Because the best outcome would be take the cam cover, uh, take the, 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 the front cover off and the cams off and just reinstall new springs. But the problem is this. You need to know the install height. You need to know what the seat is. You need to know everything to shim it properly, to do it properly. If not, you're going to be slightly inconsistent on all the all of the cylinders. So it's probably better to have a machinist that has his own shit, that sets everything up, has all the dial indicators and shit, and he can do it properly. TOBs can be loud and mimic knock. Does that data log, does that data log show when cold what the sensors are catching? The sensors are not catching anything. Morning, Alex. Question. Why my Lund calibrator would tell me not to go over 50 PSI. Gen 2 packs in the car on the 85. Gen 2 packs because you probably have manual Amador. How much you want to bet that you have either an FIC 1000 or an ID 1050X? Manual Amador. Tell me what injectors in the car. Coyote Keller says just so much more reliable. Coyote just so much more reliable. Absolutely. Sell it and get a boss. I can't sell it right now because it's just it's just a rolling chassis. So I would have to get 30? Who's going to pay 30 for a Shelby rolling chassis? Or, or as is. I'd have to get 50 as is. Nobody is paying 50 as is. I am over $100,000 in this car. Car included. So understand, I am now learning. I'm taking control. I'm not leaving it up to anybody. I want more Hush Money content when it's going to be, when it's going to the Fab Guy. It's going to go to the Fab Guy probably the last week this year or the early, the first the first or second week of next year. Damn, Alex. Making me feel like shelling the Shelby and build a race car. Leave it to Beaner. The Shelby age, 5.4s, 5.8 are good up to 8.50. Anything past that, you're just rolling the dice. So then you build your 5.8 and it makes 1,200. Cool. 
I think it's unreliable. Now, of course, some idiot is going to tag me on Instagram and go, Alex said it's unreliable. <laughs> Asshole. Not telling anybody you rebuilt it three times. But then it's not a Shelby. New Caddy Project, hell yeah. Project 2, projects for the price of the GT350. Telling you Alex Smallblock Ford for the win. No, I, I, this is why I am doing a Coyote for the Fairmont. Support the companies. I want to support Jake. I want to support Lund. You can't do that with a small block four. When you pay, you pay attention. Illuminator bottom man and Gen 2 heads over the Trinity all day, every day, dude. Mustang Lifestyle learned the hard way. Also, also with his 5.8, he just scrapped it and said, forget it. Reekin 5.0s says, I love that saying. Aluminum. Illuminator 2650 TBS make a thousand. Run your eight stick and sell it. Yeah, no. You can't just throw an Illuminator in it. It, it requires... A coyote engine harness, stupid stuff. Engine, no, 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 not getting. No, I am not here to. I'm not here to blow. I'm not here to get anyone, give anyone any smoke. I'm gonna take control of the situation. Um, Eclipse is onto something. Boss three twos are going up in value, bro. Thanks to your channel, I, br I brought my eighty six notchback last week. Okay, my I bought. I brought my 86 notch back last week. Wife's not too happy about it. Oh, well, you'll get it all good soon. Yeah, I think so. Like you said, you pay, then you learn, and it never happens again. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, someone give me 60 grand for that car. It's gone tonight. I don't give a fuck. There's so much I could learn from Jake. I'd love for, to work for him one day. Yeah. This is, okay. A lot of people have worked for Jake, and this is what happens when Jake gets an employee. They think that they're going to be in a sexy job that... You're on the cutting edge of like coyote technology. No, it's a job. You're making, you're, you're flashing computers. You're making harnesses. You're cataloging shit. You're using a system. It's a job. But what you learn during that job is a huge amount. But a lot of people, but a lot of people think, oh, this is boring. This is bullshit. And they think they can do better. So they leave. Start their own shit, and they struggle. If you're gonna work for Power by the Hour, you're not gonna make a shitload of money because there's not really much to do that requires that much money. It's now basically become a coyote swap situation where people reconfigure motors for swap stuff, put pans on this and this and that. But Jake's knowledge is in the R&D, which is what Lund does, and he does internally also. He is working on something right now that I think is cool, but not for the race car guy. It's for the everyday guy, and it has to do with 6R80. Three new products he is going to come out with on the 6R80 in about a year or two. And I think, and he's been working on them for a very long time. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, so many comments. Uh, I run the X-Less Twin Disc Organic, and it's good for about 900 horse torque, and it's not heavy-heavy. Ceramic is good for about 1,200, a bit more grippy. You can do this, brother. Doing things yourself is always the way and more assuring thing. Take GT500 motor, pipe polisher Sam. He is a machinist. <laughs> Everyone wants to build a motor but don't want to deal with the potential issues that comes with it. Exactly. That's why I'm not here trying to give anybody any smoke. Shit happens. But I'm going to take control. It's one thing for shit to happen. It's another thing for you allow for shit to happen twice. And I'm just not going to... I'm just going to do the right thing based on my experience. And I'm just going to take control. Mess with everyone and put the Shelby motor in the Fairmont and Coyote Swap GT500 and just play games with everyone. I probably would do that if it was feasible. But it's not. 
Alex, I'm confused between an inch and seven eighths and a fuel system for my 700 horsepower Mustang. What should I guess first? I run FFE and BAP at the moment. Fuel system, brother. Fuel system. The long tubes. You're not gonna get that big of a uh, that big of a difference if you already run FFE. Now you got to get a good snap-on digital torque wrench and torque the heads and stuff. Uh, Jake has all that stuff. Working at the moment, catch replay later. Only good thing, only good thing is more content. Exactly. The Sleepy Joe offered tuition forgiveness for the student. No, but Sleepy Joe lets gay guys get rammed in the Senate uh, offices. Great, great stuff. You hear about that? For anyone that's a Democrat on the chat, bro, you guys are getting guy, gay guys stuffed on video in the at the Capitol. Good job. Good morning, says uh, Mike Jones. Carrie Wolf says machine shops can't check valve spring frequency when the, when that goes spring pressure go. Okay. Machine shops can't check valve spring frequency. When that goes, spring pressure goes away very fast. Yeah, it seems to have it seems to have gone within three pulls. You remember? Look at the dyno. Look at the dyno. It progressively got worse, even though I kept adding timing. I'm like, it's not make it's making like okay, 15 degrees. Okay, maybe the lack of timing and the rich condition is okay. Let me add some timing. Okay, power came back, but it's super wavy. But power was power is probably down 200 horse at this moment. A 4 or 5 Whipple at 30 PSI with a 12 to 1 motor at 17 degrees of timing should make 1250. Easy. But it's not. So I'm like, okay, something's wrong. And then when I talk to Jake, I go, yeah, we had this issue with another engine builder down in Florida. And they ended up having a bad valve spring. Do you hear from Frank anymore? No, I do not. Um, yes, I did Monty 540. And, um, you know, I just, I did. I did. I just, um... Let's just say didn't hear the right words come out. And I was like, okay. Because, okay, it's one thing to say, you know, I'll do what I can. It's another thing to say, ship me the car. I'll take care of it. Remember I told you guys about a um, a seat issue I had with UPS where I shipped a, a set of uh, Recaro red piping, 87, uh, 85 to 86 tan seats. And then UPS river danced on the packages. Guy gets the packages. It's not my fault, right? I, I, I mean, it is my fault because I, I guess I didn't, I didn't put, uh, I didn't wrap the seats in adamantium, and uh, you know, double tape everything. I guess it's my fault. So he received the seats and he received them all jacked up, and I gave them every penny back. So you know, there's a couple of nice words that I like to hear when I feel there is an issue with something, and I didn't hear those words. And again, no big deal. I, it's all good. I'm going to take control of the situation. No hard feelings. It's all good. That's the difference. Uh, most would immediately go to complain online, blast the supplier. Well, technically, Ken Phillips, this is me complaining online, right? Like, you could say that. But at the end of the day, um, I, I'm i not out there. I'm not out there complaining about anything. I'm just saying, hey, um, you know, he, he said he, you know, fixed the issue. But, you know, we talked about other things. And I was like, okay, you know what? I, no offense, I'm just going to take control of the situation. Thank you. And that's all. That's all. No no drama, no bullshit. Alice, what engine is best for winter? <laughs> oh, shit. Carly Wolf, thank you for the money. Appreciate that. Uh, five bucks, $5 super chat. Thank you very much. Say, one day I wanted to auto swap my 17 GT. Buy another car. If you want to auto swap your fucking manual, Jared Wells, you trade it in on an auto. Trust me. Trade it in on an auto. Please listen when I say this based on years of experience. 
If you own a 17 GT manual, supercharged, blah, 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 take all the good shit out, trade it in on an auto if, you're, if you want to auto swap it. <clears throat> um, I've always wanted to just put myself through a motor rebuild college class for a month to rebuild my own shit. Admirable. You want to take control of your build? Well, Turby is just a phone call away. <laughs> no, it wasn't Hunter. It was a staffer. Dude, you guys didn't know that a staffer was getting rammed on video? There is a gay sex tape of a staffer, an, an, a, a Biden staffer getting rammed in a Senate office somewhere. Fuck that. Fuck this administration. Crackhead son. Uh, trans flag going up. Uh, trans people at the White House during like Easter, I think. And now this guy's getting butt fucked in one of the rooms. Bro, get out of my face with that shit. Who's the top dog company for Coyote Valve Springs? I think it's PAC, right? PAC 1234Xs on Coyote stuff. I don't know shit about the Shelby. And that's why. And that's why I'm... I'm I was... Look, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to lie to you. I was down, man. I was down. This is why. So I work really hard. And um, I, I, you know, I, I trust people. And I want to make sure that I am surrounding myself with the best people possible. So, you know, when I didn't hear the magic words... You know, like, you know what would have made me fucking ecstatic? Ship me the car. All right, you pay. Okay. No, okay. No, but I wasn't mad. I went, okay, you know, okay, check this. Oh, okay, check that. Okay, okay. All right, forget it. Jake, come over here. Let's look at this. Bah, 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 bah. Junior, come over here. Senior, come over here. And blah, 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 blah. Talk to third party. Da, 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 da. Okay, let's take the belt off the fucker and let's see if it may, if it revs to 7,500 RPMs. Okay, it is not the tuning, it's not the fuel system, it's not the bypass, it's not the blower, it's not anything. It's the motor. So what part of the motor? Jake thinks it's valve spring. All right, let me go look through my invoice. Was there new valve springs ordered? It looks like there weren't. Okay, no big deal. They were checked. But then I thought, damn, that explains the power loss. Since the day I bought the car from Randall, and I've owned it. It's never run an 8.1 again. It's always been 8.3, 8.4, 8.3, 8.4, 3 And I'm like, where's that 8.1? I thought this thing, you know, and then it put it on the dyno. It was down like 100 horse. I'm like, okay, now if that part was reused, even though it was checked, it gives you an idea. It, 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 it solves and answers a lot of the questions in your um in your past. Guys, do you know how difficult it is to buy a $60,000 car you could barely afford because you thought it was such a badass ride? You get it, you pay it off, everything's good, and the thing is just full of issues. So then when you fix all the issues you thought were there, then the chain lets go. Okay, cool. Chain lets go. Gonna get a brand new fresh motor. Gonna be in there. Be in the money. Upgrade to a T56. Pay for that, sell the 400. Okay, I'm gonna go eight. Then now the thing, now the thing makes nine pounds of boost. <laughs> so, uh, but it it at least gave me a potential because I still haven't 100% said this is the issue. Um, it's it gives me an answer to why it was always down on power. And uh, if I can fix this on my own with the help of Jake, I mean, I'll just feel great, right? Like, how great would I feel if? I go, have someone else do the valve job, new springs, bring it back, new gaskets, seal everything up with Jake, put the cams where they need to be, 
I put it in, I put the trans in, I do everything, da 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 da, and the thing makes 1,200 horse. I'm gonna be pretty damn happy. Um, <clears throat> you'll know, you know, I'll listen, says Jared. Well, yeah, seriously, trade the car in because I'm telling you to swap it, bro. Dude, it's so crazy. Who, Riverdance on the GT400 engine? Nobody, nobody. Um, hey Alex, S197 owner here, Helen Twin6266. Planning to install Gen 3 block, Gen 2 heads, what compression did you suggest? 11 or 12. Honestly, it depends. 12 to 1 is not a problem. You have more tuning window if you have an 11 to 1 motor. But you'll make more power with less boost with a 12 to 1 compression motor. But you have less of a tuning window, meaning, you know, you can't throw a bunch of timing at it and fuel. So I think I would do 11 to 1 if you're going to build it. Uh, I did 12 to 1 on the GT500 because I was only going to run like 20 PSI. But then I got greedy and I'm like, ah, oh, let me. Well, I have the TVS and that's 24 PSI. The Whipple 4.5 is 30 PSI, but I don't think it's 30 PSI because it's actually making more power. I think it's 30 PSI because it's wildly inefficient compared to the TVS. And I'm going to have great. Guys, this is a potential content factory now. So, engine stuff. I'm going to bring you engine stuff. That's right. I'm going to bring you engine GT500 stuff. The, the blower. The TVS is going to get ported by Kong. So now I'm going to be able to port the blower, put that on, and put that up against the 4 or 5 Whipple. And then I should be able to get your content on cam install. I should be able to get your content as much as possible. We'll see what Jake allows me to video because I'm going to say, Jake, I got to get paid for this. Like this is going to cost me even more money So and time. So I got to get paid for this. So let me at least video it. He hates being on video. So I have to convince him to be on video. Not talk. Just be in the shop. Um, hey, I'm new here. Says Muscle Man. And Minibike says, yeah, saw it on Daily Caller. I saw it on uh, um, X. It's all over on X. I should have stayed Gen 2. I traded 1780 for a 10R80. Channel support. Marquise, thank you so much for the channel support. Don't forget the Coke they found at the White House as well. Uh, exactly. Alex, can you explain really quick why a supercharger on Coyote 85 needs a return style fuel system? You need 30% more fuel than gasoline. And you're going to hope a stock fuel pump does that? You need 30% more fuel to run E85 on a, on, on a Coyote. And you're going to hope a uh, Gen 1 or Gen 2 stock fuel pump with a BAP is enough to run it. Stop it. Surprised you got you got done like that after you, you repped them hard and had so much patience, especially waiting for pistons for months. Again, I'm not here to... I'm, you, you, you know, there's, there's a couple of ways of looking at that. I, I like him very much. I like, I like the engine builder. He's great. As a person, he's great. I'm just going to do this on my own. That's all. No, not here to bash nobody. I'm just going to do this on my own. That's, that's literally it. Like, I'm not protecting anybody because I didn't get fucked, right? Now, if I take the motor apart and I find more stuff out, I'm still not going to go out there and talk shit. I'm just going to go keep it in the memory banks for later. That's all. Um, again, I, I, think, I think I'm a little mature on this one. <laughs> Carbon copy the engine from Seniors GT500. That's hot little combo. Yeah, but the problem is that's a that's a good chunk of change stage whatever FFRE motor that he just doesn't give to everyone. 
So new springs were installed? No, they were not. It was the same springs. Just got off night shift. Dropping a like. Watch me play later. Monty Rogers says, Sounds like when I bought my F-150 new, full of issues. I know Coyote Cylinder Heads, there is a special tool by PQI that allows to replace the valve spring with the head still on in the car. You just need to put pressure on the combustion chamber to hold. No, I want the whole thing checked. I want, I want the head out of the car. I want the whole thing checked. Leave it to Beaner says, the valve spring issue reminds me of when Mopar kept replacing short blocks on this one car in the 80s. All they, all the while they should have done a long block because the head kept making short blocks fail. Sounds like a factory Ford vehicle. They reached out and told me the low brake fluid sensor won't alert me unless I get it updated by them. You tearing the car apart, finding out what the problem is and fixing it, seeing the power come back will make you not only, may not want to sell it. That's why I have a connection to my car. I understand that and I'm going to keep it. Who knows? I, I can swing it. I can keep it. I don't need it. You know, I don't need I'm not saying money's great, but I work really hard for my money. I'm out there busting my butt a lot. I work eight, you know, eight to nine hours a day at lawn, and then I work all day and all night in the garage doing something or other to the cars to either figure out, learn, or get video content on, and this now has taken up most of my free time. You'll be stepping up to Turvey's territory if you fix your engine. All the best to the new car, Alex. <laughs> I also second Jordan MHS, who... That's who built my motor for the red car. Need, need to get in in the car. Okay, got it. Hey, Alex. Uh, will the 10 r be able to keep up with the 6R80 for drag racing like in the Grey Goose? Nope, not at all. I don't think so. I think the 10 r is good. The aftermarket, I'm sure, will support it. But the 6R80, in my opinion, is in another level. Just blur out Jake's face on the video and not have him speak. No, he like, he like literally clams up and acts different when a camera is on is it worth uh to build the gen 2 coyote with ninety thousand miles or get something new in your opinion i wouldn't build anything with over seventy five thousand miles or seventy thousand miles i wouldn't build anything i wouldn't trust it but again there are cars that are beat to within an inch of their life of fifty thousand miles so it all depends on who owned it for those ninety thousand miles if it's a california special and some blue-haired lady ran 87 through it and never went over four thousand rpms sure fuck it why not but you need to know the history of the car. Parker says, um, I think a stage one Ben Calmer MP2 is sufficient for a full bolt on 85 Gen 2 NA just for some peace of mind. Sure. Jordan, that modular head shop is a wealth of knowledge. I would have sent my heads out there, but he wasn't looking for new work. And I'll send my heads to Brett Barber at AF. <laughs> Does that Ferrari mess with Trinities? I don't think so. That's, I don't think so, Coyote Kelly. And I wouldn't ask because, you know, he's a busy guy. He's a, he, he's, he's a busy guy. I, and I don't want to, like, throw the Lund name out there to get... Favor, favorable uh, anything. I, I, it'll be a third-party situation because I don't have the equipment. Alex, 2020 GT500 getting cheaper. Would you buy one stock with a st or stick 14 GT500? I would never buy a 2020 GT500. Why? A ZR1's a better roll car. I have that. Why would I? And the GT500 is a shitty drag car. Why would I? No, no. This is how you respectfully say, suck my dick to the... No, no, no. I get it. I, I, again, all I do is uh, I'm going to take... All I'm saying is I'm going to take control. I'm not going to... I'm not here to trash anybody or nothing. Fuck all that. Um, because, you know, again, tuition, tuition, tuition. You have to fail a lot to learn. And if you don't fail, you don't learn. So I don't think this was obviously my doing because I, I, I came off... I, guys, I've had, I've had like four O2 sensors in this thing. I've had, you know, two or three sets of spark plugs in the thing. Jake got me a crank sensor and a cam sensor. Uh, I threw, I was about to do some stuff with the, um, 
with the uh, injectors. And if you were a regular customer, I'm, I have control of the tuning on this car. So I was just trying 15 different things. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea what is going on. Bypass this, that, nothing. I tried everything. And it's about 500 bucks worth of just stuff to try. Only to just take the belt off and verify it. it's, a, it's, a, it's an engine issue. Do you suspect any other issues other than valve springs? Oh, there's one thing I'm going to look at. I am looking for one thing. And if this one particular thing is installed in my car, I'm not going to make it public, but I'm definitely not going to be happy. Um, Saw Toby D channel put on ESSG 3 x and got a lung tune on it with a caliber order. This channel's influence is obvious. Yes, that kid, uh, he goes to my gym. Him and his friend, uh, they, they work on the car. He goes to my gym. Is the blue tuning company going to realize their mistake after the... Okay, what are you talking about? Well, well, Roger, I understand you, you think you're Alex Jones with, with uh, um, conspiracy theories. What I'm going to say is this, because we don't, we're not looking to rock boats here. We are happy that HP Tuners allows us to tune with their product. We're very happy. We're happy with the product. Sure. I, we, just, we just think, or not we, forget we. I, Alejandro Flores, think that if anything new, tuning-wise, should happen on the Ford market... It should happen with the company that sells the absolutely ever-living shit out of your product. If we have 4,000, guys, 4,000, think about that number. Just on TDN, we have 4,000 customers on the Ford side. Just Lund. So that means we are probably number one by far on all platforms, right? Do you know of any one LS guy that can have that has the potential to get four thousand people? So all we're saying is this: if anything new pops up, please give us the first right of refusal. If you guys have a way of flashing a twenty-four, senior will buy a twenty. You know how many customers we got that have a twenty-four Mustang and literally say this: "I will ship you the car." And you could keep it in perpetuity for any R&D that needs to happen. But we wouldn't do that. We buy the vehicle. That's right. We would go to AutoNation or whatever right across the street and buy a generic ass 24 if we felt that there was a potential way of flashing or tuning it. And if a company that we dealt with was close to that. So if there's a company that we deal with that is close to flashing this car, why not work with the people that tune the car? Why work with the people that gut the car? Work with the people that tune the car. Because who's going to tune the car? At the end of the day, Lund is top dog, whether you like it or not, whether you like us or not. If you have Lund derangement syndrome, that's fine. Have it. But understand this, in order for you to yield the best results, you have to be on our program. And that's been proven over and over. So maybe the hatred of Lund, the Lund derangement syndrome, gets into some people's head and goes, I don't want to fuck with Lund. I want to say we did it first. And I want to say that we're the best. Okay, fine. But at the end of the day, if you could have a two-year, listen to me, you could have a two-year head start. And once Lund starts tuning it, they become the best at it. But what about the flat plane crank? 
Love the channel. Alex says, let it rip. Everything about putting a stockish powertrain back in the GT500 probably wouldn't make the channel any money, but at least you'd be able to enjoy what it has to offer. Reliably sexy at 700 horsepower. All I got to do is lower boost to achieve that. Toby went from a Whipple 3.0 to ESS, and everyone was saying it was a downgrade, but I don't think so. Right, he roll races all the time, so I think the ESS is better for him. That kid, Toby's a joke. He shouldn't work on his own cars. Toby can't be saved. You'd facepalm yourself watching his stuff. He does it for content. I asked him, hey, Toby, did you really put a math sensor in the elbow? He goes, no, I did it for content. So if you understand what he's doing, look at him as a yellow douchebag light. See, I was hardcore trolling cars and people. And I was actually telling people to do a burnout the worst way possible. Remember how to do a proper burnout video when I was back in Massachusetts and how to launch a car at the track? People in the comments were like, are you fucking serious? This is the worst advice. I'm like, you think I'm being dead serious, asshole? Let me, let me see if I can find that video. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Alejandro Flores... Back in the in the in the skinny days, Alejandro Flores, how to launch? No, no. I was wearing like a like a reddish Spartan shirt. Here you go. Tips and tricks on a perfect launch at the drag strip. Hey. Wow, I am, dude. This is. You want to talk about a carb? You want look at my face, right? Right, a little more filled out. Look at this sad, skinny motherfucker. You want to talk about a guy that you thought looked good, but he was actually super skinny and uh, malnourished? Dude, I, and obviously um, you could tell that uh, working, working for Lund and working for you guys has aged me really quickly. So l this video, people actually thought was serious. It's a minute 42 seconds. Hey, it's Alex. Uh, I see a lot of you guys posting for advice on how to make these 2011 through 2014 cars launch at the track properly. Trying to get your best ET. Uh, a lot of you guys uh, wonder whether you should go with a drag radial or with a slick. Well, you know, I have three quick tips as to what to do at the track to at least yield you a better launch. And uh, hopefully that'll help you in your, uh, on your track day. First, um, roll through the water box. Uh, basically, if you have a regular size front tire, whether you have a slick or drag radial in the back, doesn't matter. Roll right through it to make sure you carry as much water as possible to the starting line. Because <laughs> you understand, backing up to it is for noobs. You understand? You got to roll right through it, just like John Force does. Second of all, <laughs> do a John Force type burnout, um, especially with a street tire like a Pirelli P0. Loves nothing better than to be insanely hot and almost melted. That'll definitely get you to launch real good. And uh, third, make sure you rev it to about 8,000 RPM and just dump the clutch. Just dump it because these 5.0s, I mean, they're built fucking for tough. And, you know, nothing's going to break these things. Not like an axle tube will bend or anything. <laughs> so remember, roll through the water box. I love it. Carry as much water as possible to the starting line. Do a John Force burnout. And dump the clutch at 8,000 RPMs. You should have zero issues. People literally thought I was being dead serious. And I was like, what the fuck? So, um, sort by top comments. I tried all the things in this video and I ran the fastest I've ever ran. I ran 987, 141, 14. Thanks for the tips, bro. Obviously, he's being funny. Um, hey, man, 
Nice video. I thought it was going to be something serious until you started giving the tips. LOL on the serious and blah, 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 blah. I told you this last night at the track. Car went low sixes. Almost went fast. <laughs> Where is the one? I was like, you're a dumbass. It's almost said, do a John Force burnout. Instant sub. I'll wait until Mustang Week to do this into a crowd. Fucking classic. Blah, 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 blah. So Toby or Toby or whatever the fuck his name is, he, he's just that. He's just like a vanilla version of that. That's all. Can we talk about the seat and the seat bracket you made when you was when you was mad and that's what got your mind off of everything? I feel that way most days. I'm not, dude. I am not mad at this situation at all. I am actually excited to find out if the weak valve springs were the cause of the power being down when I first bought the car, and the current cause of the lack of boost. And if that's the case, win for me. Right? Obviously, I'm out good money, but, but you know, the chain broke, so the motor had to get gone through anyway. So no, it's okay there. I only wish, yeah, I would have probably said, ah, look, I'm not an engine guy. So I, I didn't even think about uh, valve springs, you know? So now I am hyper-focused on that. So I'm like, okay, now, now that I understand how everything works, why wasn't it changed? No big deal. Not mad because if he specced them out, and he thought that they were within spec, that's okay. Obviously, there's an issue now. Fix it, Alex, and move on. Is that Stoughton or Western Mass? Western Mass. Stoughton, guys, I was nine months old when I left Stoughton. And I left Stoughton because my dad stabbed a dude at a bar over a pool game. And we had to get the fuck out of Dodge and went to Puerto Rico. I learned how to plastic dick from Yola Douchebag. I remember watching that video without any knowledge, and the water thing was hilarious. I think Palm Beach Island thought that video was real when driving their customers $100,000 GT500 builds. Oh, Nardi Mercado. Spicy. Mustang Lifestyle claims he builds his tunes from scratch. No, he doesn't. Do you know what you need to build tunes from scratch? Do you know what you need to do to dial in torque tables? He thinks from scratch is an already vetted base file, like from SET. So, let's say you open SET and you have SET software. You can then go... 91 octane coyote file. They have a value file. Boop. JLT. Boop. And LU47. Boop. Tuner. No. He does not build them from scratch. Sorry. I remember you saying you won't sell the GT400 until it runs an 8 stick. Exactly. Alex, honestly, the funniest video I've seen you post was your YOLO bobblehead hilarious. I don't even understand why that was funny. I saw that video and it was so stupid. I thought it was so stupid. It wasn't even funny at all. And people were like, oh my God, the bobblehead thing is so hilarious. And I'm like, it is? Oh, you guys have a low bar when it comes to comedy. That's okay. I thought you were selling it if you had to pull the motor. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But no one's going to, who's going to buy it? Tell me guys, are you going to buy a fifty dollars or $40,000 car with the motor not in it, not running? How about a rolling chassis for $30,000? Shelby, 8,000 miles. Good rear end, caged up, 850, da-da-da-da. If you do, hit me up. If you got $40,000 and you want a rolling chassis, I'm keeping the fucking motor in trans, you can have it for 40. I'll put that motor in the Fairmont. It just sucks to have to do that work twice. Garage Bill Coyote, I might have to do it three times. I've come to that realization. Damn, Alex's dad was wild. I remember the, yeah, dad was, <laughs> so the story goes like this. <clears throat> so dad rest in peace 
dad would he was a very good pool player excellent like super above average analytical about angles dad was very very much into hustling too he was a street guy so he goes to this uh uh bar in stoughton somewhere a pool hall pool halls are a thing in a lot of these small communities especially in the northeast because that's where all like the drug deals take place that's where the bad people hang out the bikers the in the 80s and 90s the bikers the bad guys the drug dealers they hang out at pool halls smoke drink and play pool and then you bet so that was up there he was very good and he was hustling the guy. So they were playing nine ball. So dad would always tell me after, you know, when I was older, there's a certain way that you can stack the ball and break that the nine is, the probability of the nine going in on the break is high. So dad, on purpose, hit it in the incorrect spot and played just good enough but to lose. So then when it got when the guy was up two games, dad goes, hey, double or nothing. Cool. Then on the break, boom, dad would sink the nine ball. On the break, when you sink the nine ball, you win. So then the guy wasn't happy. Now he owes dad double the money back. And he wasn't happy about it. So dad had a little Swiss Army knife, right? And he called it Maggie because he loved watching MacGyver. Remember the show MacGyver? He always had a Swiss Army knife he could make like an atomic bomb with and gum. MacGyver would make an atomic bomb with a Swiss Army knife and double mint chewing gum and the aluminum wrapping that the gum came in. Like, it would blow up a city. So dad would call it Maggie. So the guy supposedly started talking shit. Came at dad. Dad pulled out Maggie. Maggie had the longest night. And he just went, sang sang in the tummy. And that's how dad would talk. He'd go, bueno, vino para acá. Yo le hice, sang sang. And I was out of there. And I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. I don't know if the dude was dead. But I, I'm out of there. So we took his people. And we fucked. Mom, dad, me, my brother, my sister. Boom. We all went to Puerto Rico. Because he didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Um, I'm an engine builder. I installed my own cold air intake. If you rename the sucked off lump file scratch, you can say you're starting from scratch. Well, this is the problem, right? Some of those people potentially have files up to 2015. See, files became available. Now, if, if you have files up to 2015, vaya con Dios. The 11 to 14 stuff's okay. The 15 to 17 stuff was built by someone who got fired. And that file drives like absolute garbage. You could lower the boost and sell as this. No, you can't. 11 second eclipse at 10 PSI. It starts to do that issue. I mailed the letter, put it in the box myself. I'm a mailman, changed my mind. The insurance company would be buying it one way or another. Alex, so we're not getting Fox Body content anytime soon? No. What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't have people working for me. I don't have a tech working for me nonstop. I don't have a big garage. I have a two little tiny garages. I work a full-time fucking job. And in my off time, I'm not going to be... 30 hours deep to get you content on a Fox body. I got to do the oil pan because it's leaking. The real main seal and the oil pan. Then I got to see what I got to do about the suspension and install it. I got to do torque box reinforcements. I got to do an anti-roll bar and I got to get rear drag springs. That's going to take some time. Oh, and by the way, it's Christmas time. (laughs) I like how these people think I'm just going to bear down and just every week give you a new... Guys, give me three months. That's when you got to wait. That Fox body gives you content every three months. 
if you actually look at the schedule, three months, the Corvette every six months, that's how it is. That, that, I'm a one-man show. You're going to have to wait. Boy, these people think that I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to go install stuff. Bro, stop it. You can just swap a 5.4 and sell it. Oh, my God. Shh, the good old days. Exactly. Bro, if I can find a 5.4, if I can find a 5.8 for good money, I'd stick it in and enjoy it until the, the, the situation gets uh, rectified. Super above average. If you can stick a nine ball on the break, Maggie for the win. Arm wrestling is a thing and pool holes too. I'm in New Jersey and it. I stay out of those places. Duct tape. Third time equals Coyote swap GT500. Right. Alex, you swap a stock 5.4 GT500 and sell it to a dealership like Mustang Lifestyle. So, Alex, we're not getting escalated content anytime soon? That guy on this chat that just bought that just bought his fox body and got in trouble with his wife just got real sad. Right? Like what? How how long does it take to take a transmission out, clutch, bell housing, flywheel, and do a rear main seal in a car? Six hours? I don't. And then now the car's immobile. So I'll do that when I have time. The Corvette is going to go to Ben, going to get a transmission, going to get a clutch. He's doing it. So you won't see that for months. GT500 is my main concern right now because that thing is like the bane of my existence right now. It's just been an absolute nightmare car to own. But if I can still succeed after all this bullshit, bro, I'm going to be, I'm going to be proud of myself. Um, Alex just bought basically a new Gen 2 motor for my 15. Looking to make 1,000 horsepower. How would you build it to make it last for roll racing? Uh, I would buy an Illuminator, 643 Soldier. <laughs> Look, if you want to be 1,000 horsepower, you got to have rods and pistons if you want to have it be reliable. Don't get me wrong. Can you do it with stock stuff? Yes. If you stud it, and put some studs in it, and you re-ring the pistons, it might be okay. But to be honest with you, rods and pistons, manly shit. Balance it, size it up, proper boost, and stud it. Basically, an illuminator. It, we're talking reliable, so I'm not going to mince words and take chances on stock stuff. Alex, this is John Doc, y'all. Thank God the guy got fired, didn't drive the Grey Goose at World Cup. 5.4 is in every junkyard just waiting. No, I'm not going to get a Navigator 5.4, you psycho. People, just wait and see. Alex puts on the channels. Why do they make demands? I don't understand. I don't understand why they make demands. So, Alex, we're not getting any Maki content soon. Parts Farm has GT 5.8 Long Block. Yeah, 20000 bucks. Let's look at it. Okay, good. Great. Parts Farm. Partsfarm.com. So, if I want a bone stock 5.8 right now, just to throw in the car on the same week, let's say I go boom, boom. Oh, man. Parts Farm, did you pay your the partsfarm.com? It's the Parts Farm. Okay, here we go. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. Coughing in the mic. Uh, Trinity Motor, Trinity Motor. I think he sells those immediately. You know, the funny thing about Trinity Motors, and this is a hot take, it's just, it's just not as good as Coyote. I'm sorry. But this is a complete situation, transmission included, I think. It's 20000 bucks. Wait, drivetrain. So this is a complete pullout. Hey, yo. Any other pictures, like side pictures? Look at TR6060. So this is good. This is a, a good... Is that, that looks like a T-fucking-56 to me. What the fuck? Okay, that's a TR-6060. Um, so, Park Farm has a 5.8 Trinity motor, 6-speed, drop-in deal for 18000 bucks. So, I mean, I'm not going to do this, but... 
Like, that's what they cost. Now, for some reason, Shelby guys look at this and they think it's like the end-all be-all. I'll be honest with you, a Gen 2 Coyote with a blower is way better than a Trinity with a blower. Maybe it doesn't make the same torque. Maybe it doesn't have the same allure. This is an old, ancient design that makes great torque and great power. And if you have the proper valve springs, should make a good boost. But it's not a Coyote. It's just not. And, and, and I'm not saying that to, to be facetious. The Coyote is lighter, higher revving, better flowing heads, better overall, especially Gen 2 and up. You bench press the transmission. You can do it in two hours. Alex, got to hire one of those bums that washes windshields. One for a videographer. Um, no feet content anytime soon. This is what I would say is six. Okay. Uh, wait, no calves content soon? Alex, you make stacks. Just hire a team with insurance, taxes, 401k, etc., and let them piss you off, right? Like, okay, understand. Let's say, um, <coughs> excuse me. Let's do some math. Let's get the calculator up calculator so let's say someone like a cletus right he employs uh one two two fabricator guys mechanics i don't know what the, the ls george does except just annoy people and uh tim jim the, the the guy that actually knows racing so four people sam polishes for free um so let's say each person makes $65,000 a year times four. That's $260,000 every year that Garrett has to come up with to pay those guys. Now, I think he pays them probably that. And then the perks are more like free reign of the garage, dyno, meaning, hey, you guys can have the tools, da 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 da. You could do side gigs. You could do side YouTube channels. I don't care. But. I need you in this office, in this garage, for at least 40 hours a week and events, and your pay, base pay is 60,000 bucks. So if it was 60,000 bucks, that's 65,000 bucks, that's $260,000 that he has to come off pocket. And that, that, that's not what it cost him. That's what it cost him just for their salary, not insurance, workman's comp. 401k if he offers it and any other stuff. So let's say off, let's say 325,000 bucks is just four employees per year. And they have how many cars that you know of? They have the Fox body. They have the Corvette. I'm saying legit on the channel, ones you look forward to. They got a bunch of other side projects that I don't care about. But they have the El, Cam the, the El Camino, the Corvette. Uh, Six-second car, um, the Fox body, and, and the rest are just like B and C class cars, right? So that's four project cars. I have five. Now, why do I have five? Content. I can always do something to one of the cars. Corvette gone, GT500 work on. When the Corvette comes back, run nines. When the GT500 stuff gets done, run that. Then have some time. Then go ahead and do the, 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 the Fox body. Do that. The Fairmont will be gone at the chassis shop. So I have four active projects that are 100% responsible by me. Everything. The money, the wrenching, everything is done by me. So all you have to do is just be a little patient. 
I don't know a lot about it. I just know the cars that you guys know. I, I'm sure you guys know about other cars that, but let's say he's got four employees. That's what it takes. So Alejandro Flores now has to work on these cars himself, video himself, edit himself. So understand, you get the content. You just got to be patient. That's all. Coyote House Guy shouted out Lund on the Street Alpha podcast. People waking up to Boosted Coyote don't know who any of that is. Alex, what's your plans during Christmas? You want to know what I'm doing fucking during Christmas? I'm working on cars. I don't have a Christmas like you guys have Christmas. You guys get to get fat, hang out, go to the missus, eat, chill out, open presents. I ain't got none of that shit. I am working that whole week. But Alex, Clayton is able to pump out videos daily. Why can't you... Apart from just posted a T56 Coyote on, on 3K for sale on, on, G, on IG. Maybe a stupid question, but why did supercharger manufacturers stop making the 2300 rotor packs? Are the 2650 that much more efficient? No. I don't think so. But it was the latest and greatest, so they, boom, put it out there. The same reason that VMP stopped selling 2.3s. See, I think some stuff is in the market that shouldn't be in the market. Like a 2650 for a small block Ford. In theory, awesome. But let's say you build your motor properly. Look at look at LSs, right? How many 2650s outshine the 2300 when comparably built? I would say the 2300 with a port is probably a better choice for low end and drivability and power up to 800, 900 than a 2650. I think 2650 is just too big it's stupid in my opinion it's like shoving a four and a half liter whipple on a stock motor it doesn't make sense but people do it anyway so why do they do it over the 2300 because it's the latest and greatest and that's what they're pushing once they start pushing 3100 tvs's or 3.1 or whatever they're going to come out with the 2650 will slowly go away someone got fired so is this the reason my new tune and the name on the email says lung calibrator no nobody got fired here nobody got fired here they that person that got fired got fired back in 2015 Yo, Alex, you see the Cybertruck stuck in the snow and to be towed by a Ford? Okay, so that Cybertruck was a demo model, rear-wheel drive. Probably the, uh, that's probably on the low side. I bet the Fab guys make $100,000 a year. I don't think they make $100,000. If he's, if Cletus is paying him $100,000 a year, he's a good guy. Can't forget the people he employs in his merch, right? I, I, I'm just talking about, the nice thing is, I gave you just the guys that can wrench. So the guys that can wrench... Probably make $65,000 a year, and that alone is three hundred grand. And, and, and you wonder why I don't pump out the content. That's why this is easy to me. I can be here for an hour and a half, and guess what I do after this, right? I have a podcast, and I upload these to the podcast, and then I make clips. Listen, please, please, understand this. And I hope this really sinks in to a lot of you people. Everything you see on social media from me, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, X, and YouTube is 100% done by me. Nobody is next to me getting a cut. Nobody is next to me getting, uh, 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 giving, holding a camera. Once in a while, a little lady holds a camera. That's it. But most, it, actually 99.99% of Everything you hear, see, talk, edit, clips, da-da-da-da-da, is 100% done by me. So just be patient. You'll get the content. I mean, if I did this full-time, I don't think I'd make more money. 
that I can get more content out there. Um, that channel is at least 1 million gross in income per year, especially to finance everything he does. I'm sure he has like 10 to 50 on payroll. Same here, kids. Going to make that money. Bleach, beach blonde, bleach blondie, Java, Ford, Motorcraft, oil. Okay. Uh, a comer pasteles, comer lechón, arroz con andule, a beber rum. So that's what you're going to do on Christmas. Me? I'm going to work. Alex, don't forget to mention about the week off coming up. Lund closing for Christmas. Yeah, Lund is off. 25th to the 29th. We ain't around. We're, 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 they're going to be with their families. My stupid ass is going to be working. I'll be selling gift cards over the Chris, over over the Christmas, <laughs> the Christmas JD swag. I'll be selling gift cards over the Christmas with the right tires. It wouldn't have gotten stuck. Alex, don't for, okay. Okay, uh, people are so weird. Like if our American trucks don't get stuck, come on with the right tires. It would have gotten stuck. Are there even small block four people out there asking for 2650s? No. Seems like a product that's meant for nobody. Exactly. Alfonso says, Hey Alejandro, I have 15 coyote clutch got replaced with a McLeod RST. Came back from the shop, not running. It's making a loud whining noise from the clutches pressed in. An idea what it could be? Let me see. You took your car into the shop because you had a clutch issue. You put a McLeod RST clutch. Now the car has a loud whining noise when the clutch is pressed. Hmm. What could it be? Let me, let me, let me think. What the issue could be if you took it to a shop and they installed the clutch and it makes noise. Take it back to the shop. If you had to choose today, Whipple, VMP, Utterbrock for the Coyote platform. What's the application? Roll, drag, what's the application? <coughs> I have a 2.3 and 2A pulley E85 6R80. I want more. I don't know how to get it with this setup. Thinking about going 2650, but I really want Turbo's advice. Boost addict. Can you guys read that again and tell me what the hell's wrong? I have a 2.3 liter blower, a 2.8 pulley on E85, 6R80, and I want more. I don't know how to get it with this setup. Thinking about going 2650, but I really want turbos. Any advice? down am I am I reading that right you have a 2.8 pulley you have a 2.8 pulley on a 2.3 and you don't know how to get more power out of it on E85 I must be in Bizarro World. How can I teach these kids? I failed you. I failed you. If you're listening to this show and you ask that question, I failed you. Blame me. Maybe I didn't say it 15 times in a row. Maybe you don't understand that a smaller pulley would make more boost. How can I teach these kids? I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board. I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board and see why people aren't listening to the very simple words that are coming out of my mouth. 
How can I teach these kids? He wants more power, has a 2-8 upper, does not know how to make more power. Pulley down. Smaller upper pulley. Shorter belt. Bigger crank pulley. Wow. Wow. We had this conversation. See, you guys think I'm kidding. You guys think I'm kidding when I tell you that there are people out there that have a Whipple with a 3-8 upper and go, hey, how can I go faster? I go, excuse me? You make that pulley smaller. What? I thought this thing was a 1,000 horsepower kit. Not at 10 pounds of boost. Port the exhaust. Oh, my God. Must be that Kroger E85. Bro, like, you guys think I'm kidding when I tell you these stories of people saying, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to make more power with a Whipple 3.0 on a 3.8 pulley. Alex, what should I do? Buy a smaller pulley. Buy a smaller pulley. Buy a smaller pulley. Buy a smaller pulley. Wow. I thought we were past this. I thought we have reached. I thought the people that actually sat there and typed up questions on this chat knew something. Given that I have 1,500 videos to, to watch. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, why do you own a car if you don't know how, how pulling down works? Love you. He wants to go twin turbo. Remember, remember I said that? Unless he's being funny. Remember I said that? I hope he's being funny. Because if he's not being sarcastic, I, how can I teach these kids? Put a resonator deleter on there. We have an MBRP resonator deleter. You know there are people that actually listen to him and go, oh my God, your advice saved me. What advice? What, which, which one exactly? But Alex, it's out the E85 pump, but tested 55E and 45 Lizzo sweat. <laughs> oh, gross. Don't hate our Kroger 85. It's tested E87 here. Yeah, but what's the 15%? Alex, got 100 shot on my Mustang. How can I make more power on this setup? Asking for a friend. So, you want to see something funny? Let me see if I can find it. Want to see a dead body? <coughs> so, this is what started to make me clue in on the fact that I might have issues with the valve springs. That's number eight and number four. Soaked, and it looks like somebody slapped one side, one side of the, of the plug with soot the other side is clean and look at the timing mark it's right at the beginning it has like no timing in it oh throw more timing in it really that's gonna that's gonna make the soot not appear on one side so that tells me if the valve is staying open during the combustion process the intake valve and shoves combustion combustion back the wrong way it's just gonna look nasty on one side of the plug like that and i said let me start taking this thing apart so I can do some vetting. But he wants turbos, right? And even more. Like, do you know one of the biggest issues with turbos? Actually, this is the problem with people who have some mechanical knowledge, but not a lot of common sense. Anybody on this chat that knows how to wrench can install any turbo kit. 
The issue becomes understanding how it works. Do you know how many times I've seen people plumb the wastegate stuff on backwards? At least 15% of our customer base plums the wastegate stuff backwards. So they are basically shoving all the pressure on the dome and it is seeing full horsepower, pinning it shut basically, <coughs> and it's seeing 35 PSI at 6,000 RPMs. And it explodes. And then they blame Lund. Sorry, I have your data log. In the data log, instructions says, get me a 6,000 RPM pull on gate pressure. We ask you what springs are in it. You say five pound springs. Okay, so it should only see five PSI. And then it sees 30 PSI. Don't blame the tuner. It's Sunday. Can you allude to what part are you hoping to find in your motor? No. No. I want to see it live. I want to see it live. I want you guys to find out with me what part of this motor I want to see if somebody installed something that I am adamantly against. Too many new illegals. Set the timing at 1 p.m. Learning to plumb and dial in boost curves. Wrong way, skate springs. I think if you raise compression, you would upgrade the springs for more cylinder pressure. No, no, I didn't. I mean, look, I don't know. Who's a motor builder out there? I, again, I'd love to get all these motor builders in a room. Separately, separately, so they don't hear each other's answers. And just like answer a 10-question questionnaire. <laughs> the tuner blew it up. Turbos shows who really knows how to work on cars. Al is using the ON3 installation procedure on the GT500. The internet is free. You can literally Google how to set up a turbo kit. You can, you can Google how a nuclear reactor works and people still, you know, fuck up a turbo kit. Yolo Bumba Clot Tuning says broken part, gender reveal. I think the 2650 for a small block Ford is awesome. Solely because I like supercharger violence, flat hoods, and small block Fords. Cool. Why not a 2.3? I would have loved a 2.3 intercooled supercharger. Matter of fact, I think it can be done. Oh, Alex. Oh, Alex, you have the Fox body to work with, Alex. You have the Fox body. But damn it, the work involved in making brackets, pulleys, and everything to work, it's going to be a pain in the butt. They can't read the map mid-pull. No, they can't read anything mid-pull. They just go watt to 6,000 because that's a safe RPM. And at 30 pounds of boost, it's over. And this is the problem. They go, oh, it feels really good. Right, let off. Let off. At 5 PSI, no coyote should feel really good. So if your car is really hauling ass, let off. Uh, Mustang CC will teach you almost 2024. People still think boost is boost regardless of turbo or blower. Exactly. Then do it, Alex. All right, I'm out of here. So today, I'm going to keep tearing that motor up. I'm going I'm I'm to try to jack up the motor. Okay, I got to take the transmission off, drive shaft off, and the exhaust off. Fuck my life. But I got to do it. And uh, hopefully by next week or so, sometime, maybe Thursday or Friday, I'll have the motor out and on the ground. Jake can come by. We can take everything off and see what else uh, we could find that, you know, could be an issue. But until then, we'll see what happens. I will drop a video today just showing you some stuff. Again, nothing accusing anybody of anything. I, I, 
I wish to keep that to a minimum. I just want to learn and um, figure out the problem and get everything fixed up. So I'll try to drop a video today, 10 minute video, just showing you the vetting process of what I did. And um, maybe you guys will have some hints as to what's going on, but please keep the bashing to a minimum. I'm not here to bash anybody. I just want to learn and move on because like I said before, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I am not going to let anybody ever, ever in history get a second chance. And again, not that they fucked me, just maybe a slight oversight that was overlooked. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Tuesday for Talking Shit Tuesday. We'll hang out then a little bit. But for now, have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy football. And I'll try to get you a video today, tonight, at around 5 or 6 p.m., just showing you what I found. And we'll see how everything goes.